Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Demi Lovato and Miley Cyrus. Yeah, they have been hanging out with aliens on occasion. Well, not necessarily. Well, maybe hanging out with them, but they've definitely had experiences. Demi posted an Instagram recently. She spent a few days in Joshua Tree with some experts and on extraterrestrials, and she saw stuff. She even included video and pictorial proof of alien life. She said, over the past couple of months, I have dug deep into the science of consciousness and experienced not only peace and serenity like I've never known, but I have also witnessed the most incredibly profound sightings both in the sky as well as feet away from me. She also suggested that you download an app called CE5 Contact, which will, quote, teach you the protocols to connect to life from beyond our planet. I think that's the same group. Did you guys ever watch the movie I told you to watch, Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind? I, I did, did not. Though. You did. I think <laughs> What's that's the guy's the name, group. the doctor who's ripped? I don't remember cries. his name, but he is very much, yes. They, they have obviously watched that and reached out to him, and they are in lawn chairs trying to talk to people. I think that is UFOs. exactly what's going on here. By the way, did you ever set that up? I know you were going to try to get him out not to the yet. farm. No? I'm going okay. to, though. It's on my list. So what does he do? Come and you sit in the yard and he brings like a, like a, something to communicate with them? I'm not, I, it's not like they bring a tool of any kind. Oh, it's I, just like channeling? There is a, there's a process that they use that apparently helps to draw the, yeah. them to you. So I don't know what all the details are, but it's a really, it's very interesting. So Demi says, don't worry if it doesn't happen on your first try. She said, it took me several sessions to tap into a deep enough level of meditation to make contact. And then we got Miley, who says she got chased by some sort of UFO while driving through San Bernardino with a friend. She said, I'm pretty sure about what I saw. they call those paparazzi. (laughs) It was TMZ. Yeah. She said, I'm pretty sure about what I saw, but I'd also bought weed wax from a guy in a van in front of a taco shop. There you go. So it could have been the weed wax. She says, but the best way to describe it is a flying snowplow. She said it had this big plow in the front of it, and it was glowing yellow. I did see it flying, and my friend saw it too. There were a couple of other cars on the road, and they also stopped to look. So I think what I saw was real. I was shaken for like five days. It effed me up. She says, I couldn't really look at the sky the same. I thought they might come back. Miley didn't just see the ship, though. She also saw a being sitting inside. She said it looked at me, and we made eye contact, and I think that's what really shook me looking into the eyes of something that I couldn't quite wrap my head around. Speaking of things you can't quite uh, wrap your head around, Miley is also working on a Metallica covers album, so that'll be really interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to hear her sing, because I feel like her voice is getting deeper and deeper all the time. So to hear her singing Metallica. She's in their range now, is that what you're saying? That's her career's next chapter. Yeah. She's joining a metal band. A little Enter Sandman, Mm -hmm. I just think, will be really interesting. Well, in his new Netflix documentary, Shawn Mendes claims that 
every single song he's ever written was about one person. My song comes on the radio or something, and I'm like, everything is about you. It's always, they're all, they've always been about you. She goes, what do you mean? I'm like, like, they're all about you. Like, every song I've ever wrote. And the person he's talking about is Camila Cabello. Didn't he have music out before they got together? Yes. Yeah, but he's saying. It was all about like, her. Yeah. Like, trying to find the ultimate love that was about her before he met her. You know, stuff oh. like that. Like, he knew that he had this inner love for someone. Maybe he hadn't met her. But looking back now, he realizes it was all about her. But didn't they break up? I mean, they were, like, Still a, about her. apart for a week and a half, I think. It uh, it all comes from his Netflix documentary, In Wonder, which hits the streaming service on November 23rd. Sean Mendez claiming that Camila Cabello was the inspiration for his entire catalog. That's a great way to suck up to your girlfriend, yeah. though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, honey, it was all about, even before I knew you, it was about you. Hope it lasts. I like them together. I do, too. I, I think, think they're, they're just cute. so cute. Imagine Ben Stiller, if Ben Stiller had been Marty McFly instead of Michael J. Fox, because he auditioned for the role. Huh. And um. his audition, plus other celebrities you'll recognize, are included in the Back to the Future Ultimate Trilogy. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Which goes on sale today for Back to the Future Day. Here is Ben's audition. I have no idea who he's reading lines with, but this is Ben Stiller auditioning for the role of Marty McFly. So what are your parents like? Are they as square as mine? Lorraine, lately I've come to the conclusion that I don't know anything about my parents. Hey, why are you so nervous? Well, have you ever been like in a situation where, well, you know you have to act a certain way, but, but when you get there, you're not sure you can really go through with it? Like when you're out on a first date with someone? Well, sort of. There you go. Ben Stiller did not get the role. Yeah. Did his own thing, though. Very successful, Ben Stiller. Turned out okay. Turned out okay. He did all right. Did you guys go see that in theaters? Was that like a big, amazing movie? Oh, that was was a blockbuster. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Definitely a big deal. Well, we all know reality TV producers use tricks to kind of, you know, direct the show, guide the show in certain directions. But this one is pretty twisted, and as a woman, I just think it's wrong. <laughs> Producers of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette use the women's periods against them. This is what they do. Wait, you just kind of glossed over that. They did what? They use the women's periods against them. This is what they do. They like to interview the women during that time of the month to increase the drama. So they track their cycles. Don't they all end up cycling together since all the women are living in the same they, house? Doesn't that take a little bit longer? Does it? I didn't I know. Because I, I think you got to be with around those same women for oh yeah, longer and then some of them are leaving too. And, 
Yeah, I think. Yeah. So this is what this former producer says. So a girl's now crying mid-interview about nothing or being reactionary to things that are super small. It helped the producers because now you've got someone who is emotional and all you want is emotion. Mm. Oh, just add wine and period. Because they always give them alcohol, too, like a little spritzer. Sure. Now, menstruation can also make a woman more open to suggestions. So this is what he said about that. If a girl's feeling the butterflies for a guy already, when she gets into that state, her feelings just become more powerful. So she's probably more willing to tell that guy she loves him. Mm. And maybe one of the producers knew she was in that emotional state and was like, you know what? Now's a better time than ever. You should do it. You should do it. You should do it. Wow. Tell him. I'm not surprised by any of this. I had a friend who tried out to be on The Real World oh, yeah? a while back, and he made it through two or three rounds, and it was a bunch of, like, are you on any meds? What is your... And then they they had him go see, like, um, a psychologist or someone... Get like, some sort of psychiatric and evaluation. And basically, the reason that he didn't make it is he wasn't cuckoo enough. Is that what they told him? Yes. You're too boring. You don't have enough um, triggers to create drama and stuff like that. And let me tell you, you'd never get picked. This guy is cuckoo. Like, he's the craziest friend I ever had growing up. (laughs) Not cuckoo enough for television. And he was not enough trigger worthy for real world. So, like, the fact that they're looking for stuff like that, it's not shocking to me. I believe that, too, though. Like, if you ever watched any of the episodes of Jersey Shore, like, everyone on there was just a heightened sense of something. Like, every single person, from Pauly D to Snooki to J-Well to... An extreme version of every type. Yes. We're being manipulated in so many ways, aren't we? It's just wrong. Did you guys watch Bachelor last night or whichever one of those? Oh, missed it. Is it good? I, I watched about four minutes of it. Oh. And I was like, oh, that's all Wasn't I got. last night the episode where she blows up the Bachelorette? I don't know. I think they're going to tease that for a few more weeks. Are they? are going to drag that out. All right. Well, in other E! News this morning, Tom Brady, you could say, has been mildly successful in the NFL. He's done all right. Yeah, he's done all right. And uh, Boston had a great run with their other sports teams while Tom Brady was in town. Well, now the Tampa Bay Rays are in the World Series. Oh, and it's because of Tom Brady being Uh, there. Tampa Bay Lightning, they won the Stanley Cup. So a lot of people are asking if Tom Brady's presence is good luck, not Mm. necessarily for football, but for for other things that are unrelated to football. Someone tried to find out by at least looking at how successful the sports teams were in every city that Brady has lived. And the results are very interesting and maybe a little spooky. When Tom was growing up in the Bay Area from 1977 to 1994, the San Francisco 49ers drafted Joe Montana, and they won five Super Bowls. The Oakland Raiders won one, and the Oakland A's won a World Series. When Tom was at the University of Michigan from 1995 to 1999, you may recall, Tim, the Detroit Red Wings won three Stanley Cups, Mm -hmm. and Brady's Michigan Wolverines won the national championship. Not much happened for the Lions or the Tigers, but uh, they were also kind of the Red Wings 2001 to 2002 season, and Brady had already won a Super Bowl in New England by then. But then from 2001 to 2019, the Patriots won six Super Bowls, the Red Sox won four World Series, 
the Boston Celtics won an NBA championship, and the Bruins won a Stanley Cup. Well, just the past year, again, in addition to the Tampa Bay Rays making the World Series, the Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup. Is it any coincidence that Tom Brady is living in the Tampa Bay area right now? Huh. That guy's bringing something to the table. I think so. Yeah. Well, this is a great story about Nicolas Cage. This is a guy that's blown a lot of money over the years, right? And he does seem like the kind of guy who would drop thousands of dollars at a casino within hours. But Mm. he's not. He sat down with Marilyn Manson, of all people, for Interview Man magazine and said that when, while he lives in Vegas, he hasn't gambled in 30 years. And there's a reason for that. He said, I was in the Bahamas and I walked to a casino and felt like I had my mojo with me, like nothing could go wrong. My game was roulette. I went in with 200 bucks and I didn't miss a number, so much so that even the lady spinning the wheel said, nothing sweeter than a repeater. In 20 minutes, I turned $200 into $20,000. Holy What? Wow. So I went and found an orphanage in the Bahamas, met all the kids and the headmistress and said, this is for you. I put the 20 grand in her hand. Walked away and never gambled again because if I did, it would ruin the power of that moment. Mm. Wow. Is that a cool story or what? That's great. He added, quote, that story is true and you can't live in Vegas if you're a gambler. I've seen it destroy people. Of all the addictions, I think it might be the worst. Yeah. For years, it didn't seem like anything could stop Nick from working. He's been doing around five movies a year for about 15 years. But he has remained quarantined for most of the pandemic and doesn't plan on going anywhere. He said, I've been in lockdown for five months trying to do the right thing, and it gets a little frustrating. So he hasn't been working. When David Cassidy was still alive, uh, David Cassidy from the Partridge family, I I got to interview him once, and I was asking him about, because he lived in Las Vegas, and I said, just out of curiosity, like, what is it like living in a city like Las Vegas? I've never, I don't think I've ever actually met anyone who lives in Las Vegas. Is mm-hmm. that, is that super tempting just having all of that glitz, glamour, and money around you? And he goes, Not at all. He said, Like, when you live in Las Vegas, you don't live anywhere near the strip. You live in a residential, but you know, most people live in residential areas. Right. This is a thing that, like, most people don't even go near. My very, yeah. very, very cheap boss that I had years ago. The guy that would take the tank bus, buy a ticket to a Delta plane just to go to the Delta club and drink all day and uh-huh. then return his ticket and then take the tank bus back home. That's so funny. He lived in Vegas for four years, and he, I think he pretty much ate and drank on the perks of reward members really? at, at casinos wow. all the time. So funny. Yeah. He's like, uh, I just drank beer and got free tacos at the casinos all day long. That's one way to when do we it. We were out there back in February. We were talking to one of the bartenders that worked at the MGM Grand, and we were talking to him about living in Vegas because he was born there, grew up there, worked there, and all that stuff. Uh-huh. And he was telling us, like, he worked at the MGM Grand, so he couldn't gamble there, but he would go to all of the surrounding casinos and get the free stuff and, like, gamble because he always had, like, a perks card. That a free, was, I've earned that a free was brunch. giving him something. Yeah. Really? Wow. So he said that that's kind of a way that the, I don't the know. Game if the, the system. The, if the locals wow. manipulate the system, but that's sure. something he did. It's a local perk. Yeah. Wow. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.